Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Uh, I want to welcome you all here, Sunday Night Ram. I hope that you can all hear me clearly. Um, and I'm going to talk about a really important subject tonight. Um, so I'd love you to share, press the share button if you haven't. You, you know very well uh, how much I like uh, sharing. One of the reasons I like sharing, of course, is um, let me, you know, cut straight to the point that in this new world, if you can actually go into new communities, like everyone knows people who know people who know people, and what actually happens is in many ways, the way that you get your message across is by getting cut through into new communities. So um, I highly value the share function more than anything else because it's actually recommendation on steroids. So um, guys and girls, this is a really important subject I want to talk to you about because I was sitting through a seminar and I think it was a guy called Mark McLeod about two weeks ago talked about, you know, what is it that McDonald's um, um, sell? What is the core product of McDonald's? And one of the things that came up is what they do is they sell speed, speed and convenience. And then the subject came up, hello, Mark, how are you going, Jim? Hello, Sarah. If I've missed someone, it's not because I don't like you. It's just that I'm thinking about something at the time and I'm not staring at it. So thank you so much, Pete, for sharing. So if you actually think about what McDonald's do, is McDonald's have got the ability to actually uh, have um, the, the currency that they trade, the value that they bring to the table, their core competency is speed, that they're able to deliver hamburgers in a fraction of a minute to feed you. And then when you actually look at what salespeople do in, say, for instance, the real estate industry, what they sell is actually trust. Because if you're a real estate agent, right, you actually don't sell a product to someone that's hiring your services to list um, their home with you. What they're buying is you. So what they're buying is a person that they're meeting for a short period of time, which is called the listing presentation. And um, what they're buying is in that short period of time, they're buying the ability to have believe that you are going to get them the most amount of money in the shortest possible period of time. And what they're buying is trust. They're going to trust your story more than another person. So the currency of trust to me is, without a doubt, the most valuable, the most valuable commodity that anyone has got. And it got me thinking to myself is, how do I trust people? How do I trust people? How do, how do I get someone that I, you know, that I meet in life? And whether it's a short period of time or it's a long period of time, how do I actually trust that person? What is it that they do that makes me trust that person? And um, I want you to picture um, a big jar. And in that jar, I want you to picture that every bit of thing that someone does um, is a jelly bean. Every time you build trust with someone, that you put a jelly bean. Every little bit of thing that you do that helps um, that person trust you, you put a jelly bean in that jar. And I want you to picture, and I want you to picture that um, that jar is full with jelly beans. What you would have noticed if that jar is full of jelly beans is the culmination 
of a lot of little things between the interaction of the two people that has filled that jar. And when I sit around and I think to myself, what are the things that have actually filled that jar? It is things that are as small as people, uh, number one, remembering the names of your children, um, people remembering important days, people um, um, uh, um, remembering your pet's name, because all of a sudden, these little things says to you that this person actually cares. So um, I have to say to you that if you actually ask me, how do you build trust with someone? What it is, is lots of jelly beans that are going to the jar, which then says to you, it then stands to reason that the way to build trust with someone is not in a short period of time, but actually over a period of time. And what you do is over that period of time, you frequently are putting um, jelly beans into that jar. And that for you to expect to have trust with that person is not to put one jelly bean into that jar, but there's actually a lot of deposits. So then you begin to say, what is trust? Trust is a lot of deposits over a period of time. Hence the term that frequency builds trust. So um, I'm going to say to you that if you want to become a person of trust, and then subsequently, that's where the term trusted advisor becomes. Think about it. The trusted advisor is a person that advises you that has trust and the reason why is for a long period of time they've been putting jelly beans into the jar which says to me again the importance of you not playing the short game but playing the long game and what you've got to be doing is just understanding that success in life is that you are going to be putting a lot of micro moments into people and what will really help is that if you genuinely care about those people, because people will forget what you say, but they never will forget the feeling that you left with that person. So um, I'm going to say to you that, um, and by the way, can I say that you can have lots of micro deposits of jelly beans into the jar? And you could have been doing that for a decade, but it only takes you an instant to lose trust. Because let's face it, no matter what actually happens now, you cannot think of Bill Clinton having oral sex with Monica Lewinsky because you know at the end of the day that thought comes to your head. And what you know is that the guy denied, 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 and then when it eventually came out, you then are into another realm, which is this. It can take you 20 years to build a reputation and you can fucking lose it in 20 seconds. Number one. Number two, when you don't have trust with a person and there is a lie, what actually happens is every subsequent truth that person says to you, you begin to doubt. 
And that is the problem when you lose trust with people. And say, for instance, in sales, I like to use a business, you know, let's use an example. So for instance, let's pick the real estate because I know that, you know, there's a lot of real estate people that watch Sunday Night Rant. The real estate agent that says, I'll see you at three o'clock to come over to look at your property and tell you what it's worth. And what actually happens is that you show up 10 minutes late to the appointment. Or automatically, the story that goes through the client's head is, you have not even signed me up yet. You have not even got control. We have not entered into a commercial thing, but you already have fucked up once. And then what actually happens is that they believe that if you can't trust to stick to a deal for your first meeting, how will you subsequently be able to meet any other commitments you make to that person? Which worries them even further because by then you've actually got them signed up on a contract. So for God's sake, what they'll think then. So um, what I'll say to you is understand that trust is little things. Trust is frequency. Trust is over a period of time and that understanding. Now listen very carefully and I'm going to tell you that without a doubt what I've learned for me is how I win trust with people is when I don't act differently than who I am. Which means that I have got the guts to be brave to show up without a false mask without acting who I think I should be, but being who I really am. And by doing that, and I open up, for instance, you know, the other day I had an appointment and um, with someone, and they said to me, um, how are you today? And I said, look, I'm okay. Um, I'm not perfect. And he said, oh, why is that? And I said, look, um, I'm doing some tests at the moment and I haven't been sleeping well and um, I just don't have the energy levels that I have normally when I don't have any stress in my life and I'm sleeping well. And what actually happened is this person turned around and said, I hear you. I've had a shit three days as well. And I said, oh, what's up? And he said, long story, but it's got to do with my son. I said, all right. And he goes, it's just, I think it's a phase. But what actually happened is that two people that were about to talk business showed vulnerability, opened up and said, I've got this issue. And the minute I gave permission to the other person to actually open up, we started having a true authentic relationship not between a client and a salesperson, but between two human beings. And that's when you have authenticity. And that's when you build trust with people. Because what's actually happening is that what you're doing is you're taking your fake facade away. And I'm going to say to you that as someone that was doing 100 to 150 presentations a year, now it's about 160, 170, my presentations went to another level the minute I stopped, the minute I stopped talking like a presenter 
and I started talking like I talk normally to everyone. The minute I stopped working on incredible, beautiful PowerPoint slides, and I just would speak as I am. The minute, the minute that I opened up and I was brave enough to show who I was and showed my weaknesses as a human being, people felt connected because they said, okay, he has got insecurities. He has issues. He is just like me. And I'm going to say, I, great, Gary, love hearing your comments as well, and I love getting your messages. Um, so, gang, I'm saying to you, be vulnerable. Don't be scared. Don't try and be, like I'm telling you, people will take real and quirky over fake and perfect any day of the week. Understand that. So, um, gang, I also want to touch on, you know, a little bit about, um, so, 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 so what's the take out of, out of this? Just get comfortable about showing who you really are. Like, I mean, I did it the other day again. I went to, I won't mention the restaurant because I don't want to, you know, cop some, you know, defamation case against me. But I went to a really nice restaurant, an upmarket Chinese restaurant. And I'm sitting in the restaurant with five or six people and they said, you know, this place, like, it's got a great sexy brand name and it's talked about and people, you know, name drop this restaurant and they said, oh, you know, you're enjoying the food. I said, I'll be honest with you, I don't like Chinese food. And they said, oh, but you don't like this? I said, oh, no, nah, look, you know, like, not really. I'm not into Chinese food. Um, and they said, oh, okay. Um, and I said, I'd be, you know, like, I, I would just be happy enough to be eating at about life in Balmain and having, you know, uh, cauliflower turmeric uh, uh, rice with um, some pulled pork, which is what I had tonight. I only brought that up um, for, you know, sitting in there for the cafe at $18. I'd actually probably enjoy that a lot better and being able to get, a, you know, a, 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 some water or, or, a, or a juice and, um, knowing that I can finish the meal in like 45 minutes, have a good conversation with someone without being too formal and be sitting around a table for um, two hours. And I mean, look, I've got to tell you, there have been times like, you know, I mean, there are times when I've ended up, you know, this is years ago, I'd, you know, go to some, you know, bar or or club and, you know, you'd be standing up, you can't talk to people because there's noise you got to queue up for 45 minutes to get a drink. When you get a drink, um, um, the waiter or waitresses thinks they're doing you a fucking massive favour. Um, and you just think to yourself, fucking, like, is this how I want to spend three, four hours um, on a Friday night, my spare time? And I'm, I mean, there are plenty of times where I've just gone into the bathroom, looked in the mirror and thought to myself, you know, what the fuck am I doing here? I know I'll be happier sitting on the sofa with an iPad watching something like on YouTube um, and I just go off and do it. Which brings me to um, um, my uh, other point. And I've got two points and then I'm going to finish off, guys and girls. Um, and that is that I've got to tell you that one of the things that's going to make you happy in life is to learn the concept of boundaries. Now, boundaries 
is boundaries is where you actually train other people what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in the way that they deal with you. And I was a person that struggled with boundaries because what I would do is I would say yes to things and to people to do things and agree to that would I would have to do even though it would give me the shits inside because I was either sort of influenced to do it or I had a bit of pressure or I felt guilt which I brought upon myself and I would say yes and then I would actually feel bitter towards the other person because I was doing something I really didn't want to do um, and um, just to make him happy which is shit because then I was feeling shit about this person when I really should have just nipped it in the butt and said no I don't want to do it you know um, so what I'm going to say to you is that the way to avoid feeling bitter and pissed off about doing things is just to learn very easily just to say no that doesn't work for me that doesn't work for me like you know um, uh, someone wanted me to go speak at a conference and what it meant I had to do is to go there, you know, the night before and have to actually hang around there and go to a dinner. And I thought to myself, listen, I'll go to the conference and speak the next day, but I don't want to fucking go to uh, fly there, sleep at another hotel room when I can be in my house, have to go to a dinner, have a late night there, then have to wake up early and speak. Um, so like now, all I'll say to you guys and girls, um, start learning to pick and saying yes to what you really want to say and say no to others and not to have to explain because the minute you have to explain is when you're going into guilt mode because you're trying to actually say, no, I can't do this and the reason I can't do this, just say, no, that doesn't work for me, I'm sorry. Simple as that. Um, and the last thing I want to say to you is... Um, um, guys and girls, um, actually, I've got nothing else really else to say. And I, on that point, I wish you all a fantastic week. At the moment, let me tell you, I am reading every week. I'm either listening to an audio book, which a lot of the stuff I say is basically coming from literature that I'm reading. So this week I read three books by Brené Brown. At the moment I'm reading Brené Brown and I love her stuff. She talks about vulnerability. Um, and I'll just bring up the books I'm reading at the moment um, on Audible. So because a lot of people ask me, what are the books that I'm reading? So let me just read you the books that I've got at the moment. The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. Making Sense of God by Timothy Keller. Grit, The Power of Passion. So Grit, great book. Now, this has been my favorite book in the last week. Rising Strong. Rising Strong by Brené Brown. And um, for those of you that want a great business book, I will share with you Fanatical Prospecting. Fanatical Prospecting by um, Jeb Blount. Guys and girls, tomorrow, Real Estate Gym members, we are doing Facebook and Instagram coaching on how to use those two platforms to get more listings. And Josh Hart, we are doing a live face stream and doing a webinar. So I look forward to seeing you then. And guys and girls, have a great week. I'll talk to you again next Sunday. God bless. Share the video. And it's great to see you. 
Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next